Hey guys, welcome back to You Get The Gist. I'm your host Dirty and lately I have been talking to many people around here in Rhodes, right? And most of them are in one way or another struggling with the same thing. They all have some kind of issue with their partner, with their situationship, with their love interest, with their crush. So I just found myself giving kind of love advice to them and in the ways that match their situations, but I did see a reoccurring pattern within all of those situations. So today we're talking all about how to really find, manage and keep a loving partnership. In the past two months, I have also went through a rocky path with my boyfriend we have had falling outs, we have had the most wonderful moments together, we got a matching tattoo, then, you know, we were going on a break for some time. It has been an up and down of many feelings, of many unresolved issues, and it has allowed me to see a much, much deeper side to love and to relationships, to partnerships that I have never experienced before. It was so crucial for me to understand, to really dive deep into my partner's psyche, to really understand what kind of person I'm dealing with and if I am willing to sacrifice some of my time, my love, my nerves, my everything to maintain and to nourish a partnership with this person. That is the first step that, and the first question that you need to ask yourself about your love interests at the moment. Am I willing to sacrifice and to put in some hard work to make our relationship work? You will know what a compromise really means when compromising on your side means that you get to uh, draw the uh, shorter stick. So if you find yourself in a situation where you through a compromise, would sacrifice maybe your 100% joy or your most favorable outcome of a situation, but you do it out of love for your partner, that is the moment you will know what a compromise really means. And furthermore, the most important lesson that I have learned out of my own relationship and out of listening to everybody else's stories about their love interests and their behavior is that there is no such thing as as black and white. It's all just different gray shades. Meaning that if you think that a situation is crystal clear, there is a lot more background to the situation as the human's human personality, human psyche is so variable. It is so individual and there are so many factors playing into the relationship. Most of us just be like, yeah, well, if my partner is loyal, if my partner is all about me, then we're good to go. My partner loves me. It's a perfect relationship. But I bet you know the saying, love is not enough. And it is true, love is by far not enough to maintain a healthy and happy relationship. Love is just... Love is the highest of powers, but love requires work and love requires sacrifice. You have to be to allow yourself to feel pain in order to feel love. So if you're scared of getting hurt, if you're scared of a heartbreak or or like potential hurt feelings, 
and you shed yourself off from the possibility to have a relationship because, you know, you think, well, probably not gonna work anyway, so I'm not even going to open up my heart to the possibility, then you're already on the losing end. I have come across so many different people that are doing or going after this strategy and I have done that myself when I was younger, but I have recognized quite early on that it is not the way to go. So closing off your heart from feeling feelings of love, of attraction and affection towards somebody else because you think they might not be reciprocated is definitely not the right way to go. Feelings are here to be felt and especially love is here to be felt. Your love is not wrong. You can love everybody you want and sometimes the heart wants what it wants so you just fall in love with people not knowing why and you love people even though they have hurt you in the past or even though you might know they're not good for you and that is fine. You don't have to stop loving the person. You can love them from a distance. They don't have to know you love them if you know they're not good for you or if you know they just don't reciprocate your feelings. You don't have to tell, for example, your ex or the person that you fancy that doesn't fancy you back. You don't have to let them know every day like, hey, I'm in love with you. They know and you know that and that is the most important part. You know that you love someone and giving love and feeling love is the highest of frequencies. So even if you don't get that love reciprocated from that respective person, it's not because you love in the wrong way or you're loving the wrong person. It's just that you also don't love everybody and so not everybody can love you. You don't make someone love you. Someone just does or just does not. So trying to work out your love with someone or trying to force someone to love you or um, maintain a specific um, behavior to make someone fall in love with you is also absolutely not the way to go as it is trying to manipulate someone's feelings towards you. When you are in a healthy and happy relationship and you feel the love in your heart it is not somebody else's love that you feel because you cannot transmit feelings you feel your own love so if you allow yourself to love if you love yourself as much as you can say yes I am worthy of this kind of love and I am a lovable person and you know, that is probably why I am in this loving and healthy relationship. And so I love my life, my partner, myself. You feel your own love. You feel your feeling of love in your heart. And so that is when I said, if the love is not reciprocated, you still get to feel the love. When you say, I want to feel loved, it's not that you feel somebody else's love. You just really appreciate the company and the way the people treat you. And it, it goes hand in hand with loving yourself because whenever you show people how to treat you, to treat you in a loving way, to treat you in a unique, compassionate and 
lovely way, then that is exactly the type of people and encounters that you will attract. So that is why self-love, we always come back to this topic, is key. If you love yourself, you you go on dates with yourself, you take some me time, you go on adventures with yourself or with your friends if you need that at times. But learn to be with yourself and be alone and be in a loving state instead of in a lacking state thinking oh I wish I was in a relationship so I could go on dates I wish I was on a relationship so I could go on an adventure it's not it's not a must you don't have to have a partner to do that because you can do that on your own you still feel the love within your heart because you love what you're doing you love yourself enough to be allowing yourself to do this by yourself, with yourself, and to gain this experience. Loving yourself is peaceful. It gives you inner harmony. It gives you the peace you need at night to sleep well and have untroubled thoughts so that you can fall asleep easily. And that is exactly the way a loving partnership is supposed to feel like. You will not always feel the crazy butterflies, the heart racing whenever you are around your partner after the honeymoon phase, let's say. So maybe you are already two, three years deep in your relationship and you kind of miss the spark. It's not the spark that you miss. The point is, at the beginning, it was exciting because you were getting to know a person that was a complete stranger or you were... Um, discovering this new romantic side of that person and of course as soon as it's exciting in a good way uh, you feel all those um, adrenaline kick moments you feel the bubbly feelings you still have the pink glasses on everything is perfect about that partner but as soon as they shed the layers and you see a lot deeper inside and you get used to it and you get in a routine with your partner you lose the excitement and that is when many of us think well I guess the spark is over then and mistakenly you break up potentially with a partner that was supposed to be your soulmate was supposed to be your spouse and you lose a really good connection because you cannot understand your own feelings So it is crucial to know what you're looking for in a partnership. A partnership is supposed to give you inner peace, at least. At least, and at the base, it's supposed to give you inner peace. The right partner, they will help you navigate through your life. They will help you become your better self. You want to become your better self around them. You will not do them for them. You will do it for yourself because by being your best self, You can give more to your partner. You cherish and you respect and you adore your partner that much that you want, that that you know that they deserve the best version of you in their lives. You understand and you see the reasons why your partner loves you because you are a lovable being and you have worked on yourself and you have become a wonderful person, not only for yourself, but also for those around you. Your partner is living your life together with you. You are going through thick and thin together. And life in two is a lot more fun. It's easier. It is. That partner is your rock. Whenever you hit rock bottom, they will help build you back up. 
and you will never have to feel like you are facing the problems of the world and you have the weight on your world on the world on your shoulders if you can share the pain with them as well they are the calm in the storm they are the peace within yourself they are who you can cling on to when you wake up from a nightmare and you're all sweaty and in tears they are your home they are what you call home it is who you have built a life with it is probably who you will build a family with so once i heard this um saying i think somewhere on social media and it said your children cannot um choose their fathers but you can so thinking about this and keeping this in mind that it is not just about you but also about your future children or your children right now that makes that puts so much responsibility so much more responsibility on you and on your choices of men for example when you're old and you need help you need someone to help you up the stairs or help you prepare your food who is going to help you if you didn't choose the right partner back then if you were afraid of being single you were afraid of being alone so you got together with the next best which is in the best case a toxic partnership or someone who doesn't really love you and is with you out of the own out of the wrong reasons or are you going to wait are you going to progress in life are you gro- going to work on yourself and become your best self so that you can become you can um m- manifest and you can attract the best partner for you but let's say at age 30 instead of at age 22 how about that do you would you rather divorce at 50 or would you rather get married at 35 instead of you know get married at 25 and then get divorced at 50 i mean you get the gist you know what i'm talking about patience and understanding and learning to learning basically what you want out of a relationship are crucial to make to help you make the right decision about your partner. Many times I hear it's complicated. And I'm wondering what is complicated about a situationship. If you're looking for a serious relationship and here we're talking about this case. If you are looking for for a partnership, you're looking for a relationship for someone that is your anchor, for someone that you can trust, for someone that is there that loves you that and you love them, what is complicated about that? If you have someone commit to you and you commit to them, there is nothing complicated about that. What comes in the relationship that are the difficulties, the ups and downs, the hills? Yes, that is fine, but that is part of the relationship and is part of your growth together. But if you're not even together and it's already complicated or you're like kind of at the beginning and it's complicated. It's most likely a sign that either one of you both has unresolved issues with someone else, has unresolved issues within themselves. is not there in their mindset when it comes to having a true deep and loving relationship or their wishes and their um what what their expectations 
of a relationship are just not mirroring your own. Again, on the other hand, when you have a partnership and it's really great, but you don't see the potential of it, you don't see the potential of a person, you don't see that they are a blessing that may be covered in wrapping paper and you still have to open the gift first to see what you have right there in your hands, you might lose that person and you might lose the connection you have because you were too busy with everything else besides trying to figure out if the person next to you is the right one for you. And that's what I was what I was saying sometimes or most of the times, it's not just black and white and it's many shades of gray. When my boyfriend and I had a similar relationship where we just weren't sure about each other because our relationship started really quickly and it went very serious in a very short time, um, there was fear involved that, uh, that the feelings maybe are not they're not deep enough, they are just surface level attraction, it's not love, or we don't have the same aspirations in life, and so we fell out, we thought that maybe it's better to just go uh, separate ways, and that's what we did, and for a while, seeing each other from a distance, and loving each other from a distance, kind of showed us, wow, that person was so amazing for me in the time where they were my partner and I I was failing to see this, this and that aspect about themselves and I failed to see what they're doing for me and what they're changing within me to, to the positive side. And I wish that I would have seen this sooner. And that is a learning process. That is exactly when you know, okay, I might have messed up, I just didn't know better at the time because I didn't have the knowledge that I have now, but now with the knowledge I have, I'm going to go and be transparent with my, with the person I love from a distance and I'm going to go and try to give it another shot. And that is what we've done. We were very transparent about our feelings, about our thoughts, about the processes that we were going through and about the lessons that we individually learned out of the small break that we were on. And we, when, ever since we are back, we are stronger than ever before. There were no insecurities anymore about the importance of each other in our lives there were no more open questions whether we really love each other or not. Um, so if we wouldn't have went through that, our relationship would not be as deep as it is today. And the trust wouldn't run as deep as it does today. The love would not be as deep as it is today. So we both needed time for ourselves to reflect upon the relationship and we both came to the same conclusion. And whenever you do, whenever you are open to learning, open to bettering yourself, open to be vulnerable in front of somebody else and to open up your heart and to try, to give it a try because otherwise you're going to regret not going for it. You know, that is what brought us back, back together so without the break, without the storm, the calm would not have come and we would not have appreciated one another. 
the most important factor how we knew that we want to be with each other and how we knew that this is long lasting is the certainty about each other. We were more than certain there is nobody at this moment right now better for one another. We want to be together. I don't want to replace my partner with somebody else. My partner does not want to replace me with somebody else. We're not thinking even that that possibility was not open for us to replace one another because there was just no better match. And if you find yourself in a toxic relationship and you think that, then that is a whole different story. But we're talking about loving relationships right here that are not toxic, not violent, not manipulative, not including any other mental illness that your partner projects on you or that you project on them. But we are um, talking about, let's say, healthy relationships and healthy connections with each other. Um, And so everyone deserves to have someone be certain about them. And you deserve to be certain about someone as well. And having the certainty that, yes, I am willing to sacrifice, I am willing to put in the work, and I am willing to go through a rough patch with this person because I see a lot of potential. I see the light at the end of the tunnel and I see that this could be a really life-changing, wonderful partnership. This could be our forever and this could be my home one day. So if the certainty is not there, if you don't feel that your partner is certain about you, then that that is how you know that it is not the right partnership. Don't let yourself be led on by people that give you 50% instead of 100 even from the beginning. Don't let them lead you on by making you wait, by making you feel uncertain, by confusing you. Because if you're confused, you're not certain. So that's already your answer. Is this the right person? Obviously not. Otherwise, you would know. You would know that because they appreciate you, because they respect you enough to talk to you about their feelings, about their intentions with you, um, and your thoughts um, align. And if they don't, then that is how you know, yep, this is really a great person for somebody else. They're not my person. Don't carry around hatred for rejection, because rejection is redirection. Don't wear around hatred in your heart because it was not this person for you. Out there, the people are waiting for you. Your match is waiting for you. Your better health is waiting for you. Just as their health is waiting for them. Learn to let go of possessiveness because that is like the number one toxic trait that you can get within a relationship whenever you try to possess a person or you think that a partner is now your possession and you can tell them what to do and what not to do. At the end of the day, you're still two individual persons that chose to be with each other because you want to share a life. You don't want them to live your life. You don't want to live their life because you are still two individuals making a living together and loving each other for who you are. You're not trying to make them 
become you and they're not trying to make you become them and so let go of all possessiveness i just want to remind you think about the fact that you choose your children's father you choose your children's mother you choose who your children grow up with and you choose to see um for them to see what a relationship really is made of that will shape their perception of love of relationships for their own lives whenever they grow up all right guys thank you so much for listening to today's episode if you love the pod at least half as much as i do then please rate it five stars on spotify and apple podcast go on instagram the page is called at you get the gist podcast give it a follow Text me on Instagram if there is anything you would like me to talk about or if you have any question about any episode. And I'm sure that by the end of this episode, you got the gist. Bye!